Hi, everybody, and welcome to Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I'm so happy that you are here. Yay! So as you know, storytelling is one of the foundations of Black Girl Creative. I feel like storytelling is essential to Black people in general, but especially to creativity. So I'm using my platform to share other people's stories other than mine, because I know that I don't know everything, and I know that my experience is not the only experience worth sharing. So starting now, I'll be sharing interviews with other creatives, Black women, and also some Black men that I know from the journey who have some gems to share with you all. Some of these will just be conversational. Some of these will be interviews. And hopefully soon, I'll be able to set up some live interviews with the people so that you can come out and support them and ask questions in real time. But for right now, I want to start off with this episode. And I hope that you're able to take these lessons and these journeys with you so that you can apply them to your own creative journey and your own creative process and be inspired and so that you see that other people are doing it too. Other people are struggling with the same thing as you're struggling with, right? Being married, being a parent, I'm struggling with self-doubt with you know, discouragement, with bitterness, um, with fear, all the things that creatives experience on a day-to-day -day basis. For some of the episodes, you may notice that the titles have been changed because as you know, I've had four podcasts in the past. That's right, four. One called The Football Project, which is still going on. One called Black Girls Make Music, which is about Black women in independent artist spaces, and one about photography. So no matter the platform, these stories are still inspirational, they're still encouraging, and I know that because they're inspirational to me, they will be inspirational to you. So take a listen, let me know what you think, leave a review, tell me how you feel about the people, make sure you go support them, and yeah, enjoy today's episode. Yay! Hi, and welcome to the third episode of The Fear Fight. My name is Leisha Renice, and I'm your host, and today I'm super excited because I have a very special guest here with me. So if you could just state your name and your age, where you're from, and what your artistry is or what art you have. Is it my age? Anyways. If you, uh, <laughs> if you want Hi, to. my name is Jamile Calloway Pinkney. Um, I'm 28 currently. Um, <laughs> today. Today, <laughs> right now. Um, 28. Uh, what do I do artistically? I guess I write. Um, I act a little. A lot. Um, and I help with audio editing, mixing, and sound engineering and some audio production. Yay. And so where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up in specifically the town of Lewisdale in Hyattsville, Maryland. Um, yeah. Okay. And I say that he's very special because you're actually my first guest. Yay. Yay. <laughs> ever on the podcast. And he also happens to be my husband. Yay. And so he helps me out a lot with um, mixing and sound and producing, um, helped me produce some of the music for, for the music I put out. So yay, he's super special. Aww. So are you familiar with the podcast? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I think I think it's pretty right. cool. Yeah, that's very kind. I of like you. that you are sharing your your journey and uh, thoughts and ideas and advice with other people who are on, you know, fighting their fears and continuing their artistic journey. And it seems like a lot of stuff that you share also is useful for people who aren't mm. just artists. Mm -hmm. So I think that's always good. That's cool. So since we talk about fear a lot here, what is your what are your experiences with fear and creating and things like that? Like so you can start from the beginning, you know. I ain't got no fear. <laughs> no, uh, um, fears. Uh, um, I mean, I think. I think I, I've had some fears, mm -hmm. but I think the, I don't want to call it a privilege, but I, I would say the advantage I think I have is that I don't think I'm that good at anything that I do. Hmm. 
And, and so that helps me to be willing to take chances. Okay. So like from, from my experience, those who are actually talented or really good at stuff, if they're really good at stuff, I'll I say like that. I don't like when you say that. But. Yeah, anyways, so <laughs> like uh, people who are actually, I'll say exceptional in the things that they do. Okay. Um, I think there's this pressure for them to continue to be great okay but if you feel like or if you see yourself as i do as kind of like mediocre or average it's like i don't don't have anything to lose like (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't have i don't have anything to lose you don't think i'm that great anyway so Hmm. i'm just gonna go ahead and wing it and then you know typically just focus on having fun and enjoying myself um the thing that i i guess i do have a fear of not because my focus is whenever I'm working on art, mm-hmm. um, usually a lot, of, a lot of the things that I do is behind the scenes. Okay. So m- my fear, I guess, or my hesitation a lot of times is like I, whatever I'm doing, I want to actually be beneficial okay. to the other person. Yeah. So if I'm mixing somebody's songs or if I'm editing a, a, a podcast or anything mm-hmm. like that, at the end of the process i actually want whatever i was doing to make it better right like i don't want to do it and they're like oh this is terrible you suck <laughs> and no i don't, I don't want it to be the case and when it comes to writing writing and or acting or any other kind of performance mm-hmm. um i don't know like I, again I don't, I don't think i'm that good so so I, how do you like <laughs> You say you don't think you're that good. No. But, like, then how do you go from not thinking you're good to sharing, you know, to feeling like, you know, your voice matters? Like, how if, if you think you're not that great, you know? Like, um, how do you get the courage to just, well, you know, I have a voice and I have something to say. Right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think it, it's a mixture of that mediocre kind of feeling. It's like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to put it out and mm-hmm. see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um but also thinking that, oh, this is something that I like, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the process of me working on something or producing something. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this, so mm-hmm. maybe somebody else will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So having that hope that because it's something that's blessed me or something that's benefited me, mm-hmm. I think it has the opportunity to do that with somebody else. So I'm thinking less about myself mm-hmm. and how it's going to garner any accolades or accomplishments for myself, but mm-hmm. like, okay, if I'm sharing a poem or sharing an instrumental that I made, how is this, or this could potentially bless somebody else. Yeah. So if I want to bless somebody with whatever I'm doing, yeah. if it's just stuck on my computer or in my journal, nobody's going to get it. That's very um, true. I mean, I, I think it's easier, especially now, mm-hmm. with technology and stuff like that. Like, I don't have to go and play the piano in front of anybody. <laughs> That's like, true. You know, if, like, if it's an open mic or something yeah. like that. That that used to be the case for a lot of people. You had to actually go and perform in front of people. Mm-hmm. But because of the internet, because of things like SoundCloud or YouTube or anything, you could mm-hmm. produce whatever you want yeah. behind the scenes and then share it with people. Yeah. Nobody has to know that it took you eight years to do one that's, song. I'm like, no, true. nobody needs to know that. <laughs> nobody needs to know how long it took you to write something or how yeah. much editing and stuff you did over and over again. You can share your final or in-progress product with mm-hmm. people and nobody needs to know the story. Of mm-hmm. course, there's some benefit to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you to like... sharing the story? Yeah. yeah like, I yeah. know you like to share your story and you're working yeah. on that too. But for me, again, like, I feel mediocre. Nobody really wants to know my story. Right. And and it's... And I also, you know, I... I guess I'm in the process or transitioning phase 
of trying to own more of that part of my identity. Okay. So I would say when it comes to all of the fear, Mm -hmm. owning that identity is probably a fearful thing. Owning the identity of... Of being creative or an artist or whatever. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because... It's always been like a side thing. It's mm-hmm. always been a hobby, but mm-hmm. it's always been in my life too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard for me to be like, yes, I am mm-hmm. an actor or yeah. I am a voice actor or I am a writer. Mm-hmm. Actually taking that name because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, you're a writer. Oh, what what have you written? Right. Let me see what you got. Let me see <laughs> your, your book. Books? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't, I don't. Um, yeah, I'll get back to you. Like it's <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, but. Yeah, um, I definitely feel like when you finally like identify yourself as blank, mm-hmm. there are expectations that you're like that you're that you feel pressured to meet. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yes. in reality, you know, if you if you're a writer, like you mm-hmm. could have journals full of writings, yes, and that could make you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that could make you a writer. You yeah. know what I mean? Not yeah. just because your stuff isn't published, you're not a you're not a writer anymore. Yeah. But I do have a question though. You said oh. that <laughs> you're silly. You said that um. Your advantage is that you consider yourself mediocre. Yes. So how? <laughs> okay. So mediocre. When mediocre, when you hear that word, it's kind of like so eh, so. Yeah. Like, why do you think that that's a blessing and not like something? Like, you don't think that that's somehow like self? Like, I don't know what the word is. Like, you're looking down on yourself, so to speak. Right. Right. Um, I guess I get. So. I don't go around like I wouldn't if I made like a SoundCloud or a Bandcamp mm-hmm. page. I wouldn't be like I'm a mediocre rapper. Like right. I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't put that in advertising. I mm-hmm. uh, I think I look at myself mediocre because I don't. Some people are naturally talented. Okay, like you you naturally sound good when you sing. Aww. It's true though. Like <laughs> you you naturally have a great voice. Um, some people are naturally good at this or that or mm-hmm. whatever you know. Or they've gone through some kind of training. Mm-hmm. They've I don't know, been to a conservatory or mm-hmm. they at least have taken classes. A lot of stuff, I don't I don't have that. Like, a lot of the things I've done, a lot of the things that I've done have been self-taught mm-hmm. and not even, like, hardcore, dedicated self-taught. Okay. Like, I'm going to sit down and do this every day. Like, <laughs> no, when it, when it came to, like, production, yeah. I enjoyed it as a hobby. Okay. So whenever I would work on it, mm-hmm. any training or any self-teaching I did, it was just having fun in the process Mm -hmm. so okay i'm gonna try to make a beat every day just Mm -hmm. because it's fun to me Mm -hmm. and it's not like oh i need to make sure this sounds like whoever like i need to get to this certain level it's like no i like making these sounds let me you know do this or whatever and it just kind of progressed over time Mm -hmm. so for the mediocre thing I, i i like i say i think it's a it's a blessing because i don't have to worry about i kind of guard it kind of guards me from perfectionism Guards me from perfectionism, but I think it also guards me from judgment. Okay. So, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody's like, you go up to open mic, it's like, yeah, I'm a singer. I'm going to be like, well, can you really sing? Yeah. Can you really do this? Can you? But I feel the like. The bar is raised. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. can't sing. You yeah. can't sing. You can't do whatever. But if yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying this out. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I don't know. This came to mind. I don't know. I don't you haven't asked me this, <laughs> this question, but it's just come, like, I think there's a difference between some people who are humble bragging. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't consider myself and I've been checked on that before. Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, shout out. Never mind. I'm not going to do any shout outs, <gasps> but uh, no, I mean, but no, it was, it was, it was helpful. Okay. It wasn't a bad thing. Okay. Um, I'll, okay. So I have a friend 
uh, one of my fraternity brothers. Mm-hmm. And um, we were working on a mixtape cool. in 2008 or something like that. And so we worked on a project, and he used an instrumental that I had made, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, he had recorded his verse and the, whatever. All the, the song was done at this point. Yeah. And so we were talking about it at his house, and his mother was there. And so she was asking, you know, we were talking about the song. We were talking about the song, and... You know, she asked, like, who worked on the music? Yeah. And then my friend was like, Jamal did it, yeah. you know? And then I kind of was like, no, 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 And then, you know. She <laughs> in was that like, voice. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much in that no, voice. No. And she was like, no, like, it's really good. And I'm yeah. like, no. And then she was like, don't do that. Oop. I was like, uh, it's like, don't do that. If you yeah. did something well, own yeah. it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think before it was a term that mm-hmm. I knew of. Mm-hmm. Humble she, bragging. Yeah, she kind of checked me on the humble brag. Yeah. And I think considering myself mediocre mm-hmm. is different from humble brag in my opinion okay. i could be wrong somebody okay. might you know check me in the comment section but like, yeah son you humble bragging <laughs> but i don't know it's like a, a position or my perception of myself that knows that like i'm not really good yeah and that's okay yeah i'm not really good and i just feel like I, i'm average you know i, I feel mm-hmm. like i can do some stuff that people will like because mm-hmm. if, if if i didn't think people were gonna like the stuff that i do why do yeah. it you know but well, Go ahead. I think for me, so I don't agree. I don't think you're <laughs> all right. I don't think you're mediocre. So, but I'm like, yes, as in like I hear you and uh-huh. I understand. Yeah. But I think even when you're talking about people who are naturally talented versus people who are um, like there are some people who that I consider that mm-hmm. are just like born singing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have to try harder right. than some other people, right. you know, to, yeah. you know, come yeah. across as that way. I, I think it's hard because. Hearing you talk about you like, oh, yeah, me being mediocre kind of yeah. protects me from that's what I hear. Right. Like yeah. it protects me from ridicule. And yeah. it's like, well, what if you just stood out there and was like, yeah, I make beats. True. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a poet. You right. know what I'm saying? And they're like, yes, it would protect you from, mm-hmm. you know, their ridicule. But at the same time, you owning it, I feel like mm-hmm. would. And this is just, you know, whatever. But no, you think- owning it, I feel like would be empowering for yourself because you can come out of being mediocre like Mm -hmm. i feel like there's there's a line between like being a perfectionist and doing something well i think sometimes not saying that you not saying that you don't do things well or um you know but i I think sometimes when you get stuck in mediocre it's kind of like oh well i don't have to like Mm -hmm. i don't have to do this well like because it's just something i'm not really owning versus like no, I need to do better. Like yeah. that, that constructive criticism right. was needed so I can do better. Right. You know, when people, you know, so I don't know. I don't think, I don't think you're, I'm not saying that you are uh-huh. like that. Like, oh no, I don't want to, no, I, I don't want to be better. I want to do better. No, but, yeah. you know, I I think you should start owning it. That's just my. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, thing. maybe that's, you know, part of the, part of the other fears that I have to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, like I, you know, I mentioned about owning that title yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, I think owning that you're good at something too yeah. is probably part of it too. It's like so. me- being mediocre can be like your superpower, but at the same time, <laughs> it could be like your demise. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I mean, I get it. You know, and I and I definitely agree mm-hmm. when you're because I think for people who are like who put like their worth in like their right um, identity and what yeah. they create, yeah, like I'm guilty of that a lot mm-hmm. of times. Um, I think when people do that, it's almost like it's paralyzing right, you from right. creating anything at all and sharing anything because you're trying to live up to what was great before or yeah. be greater than, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, just do your best. Right, like, right, that's yeah. all <laughs> That's all we can really do. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we talked about um, being a beginner before in a previous episode and, like, the beauty of beginning mm-hmm. and, 
you know, how that's awesome to be a beginner. So yeah. how did you get started with, um, <laughs> with you know, mm-hmm. your, I'm using air quotes, hobby, right. even though that's a part of who you are? Uh, let's see. So I, I guess there are three separate things. Mm-hmm. So there's writing. Mm-hmm. There's the acting mm-hmm. slash voice acting stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's music, audio production, all that, all that I've put in one. So mm-hmm. we'll say writing, acting, and then the production stuff. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> drinking tea. Drinking tea. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of what the order is. Cause sounds I, like writing. Sounds like writing was what you see. If I'm a, mistaken, you are okay. But not 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 another way. Not no. Like, You're wrong. <laughs> Not like, girl, you don't know. Um, But I feel like I'm just contradicting myself all over the place. Ooh, I love it. (laughs) No, it sucks. Um, (laughs) But but anyways, so I would say acting was first. Okay. Um, Nice. Yes. I would say acting is first Mm -hmm. because when I was younger, Mm -hmm. and you know, you get a flashback and like self-reflection and (laughs) stuff like that. But when I was younger, Mm -hmm. that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. Like I would... If I was talking to friends mm-hmm. or telling stories or even mimicking things I would see on TV, that would mm-hmm. be acting. Mm-hmm. You don't consider it that, yeah. but, you know, you just naturally do that. Like some people, like we were saying about singing, mm-hmm. like naturally singing. Yeah. Or if like, if you're around people who are always singing, mm-hmm. you kind of jump in and mm-hmm. now you're singing too. Right, right. So that always seems to be, I mean, of course there are outliers and there are exceptions, but most people that can sing, mm-hmm. other people in their family can sing. <laughs> You know, or somebody's a musician. Everybody in their family plays an instrument or something. Like, there's like a family aspect. Yeah, somehow you're immersed in whatever is going on. So, mm, go ahead. No, so it's almost like people aren't born with the natural ability. It's just the exposure that they have. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's you know, there's some scientific debate back and forth or whatever. But that that seems to be the case. Yeah, like like, some people are more have more have an advantage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There 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 can be an advantage. You know, some then there are there outliers or people Mm -hmm. who were born. Nobody in their family does anything, but they're amazing. So it's like, okay, what's going on? Well, yeah, maybe God just gifted them with that. You know, they've been designed to do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, sorry. No, no, you're you're fine. Um, Literally, no, (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help myself. Um, (laughs) So, um, so, yeah, I would say acting was first um, because, you know, I'm not embarrassed, but as a child, I would have like imaginary friends or whatever, or I would play with like action figures. And if any child playing with whether, you know, yeah, or, you know, whatever, you're telling a story and you're acting it out. You're doing something, whether you're making voices for whatever your action figures or dolls you're playing with or whatever, you're Mm -hmm. acting. Mm -hmm. You don't think about it, though, because all you're doing is playing. Yeah. So I would say it would, the beginning was, again, it was just out of fun. Yeah. It was playing. Next, I would say what actually stuck next mm-hmm. would be actually the audio production stuff. Okay. So acting, then audio production. My mother introduced me to, <laughs> she introduced me to the ability to record onto tape. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out <laughs> to my mom, um, actually, for two of the major things that okay. I do, do in my life. It's definitely, I'm not, I would attribute it to my mother's influence so she showed me how to record yourself Mm -hmm. on a Mm boombox so you know you put the tape in you would speak (laughs) into the yeah you would speak into the the speaker right and it would record you so once she introduced me i was like what this is crazy this is (laughs) mind blown blown. (laughs) yeah mind blown i still have those tapes yeah i still have those tapes and sitting around you know i don't listen to them now they was cute embarrassing (laughs) um but yeah, I would do the do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would make voices or whatever, 
my my imaginary friends Mm -hmm. were put on tape so like it wasn't like oh it's just in his head (laughs) i mean technically it still is (laughs) right you know, now they have they have their own identity. Yes. They exist. And yeah. I'm sure it's the same way for anybody that works with like anything. If you're yeah. creating or telling any kind of story inside of your mind, there mm-hmm. are these characters yeah. that whatever medium you choose. Mm-hmm. Now they have come to life. Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, whether it's Mickey Mouse or mm-hmm. The Simpsons or any, there, those are characters. Mm-hmm. They could be characters of other people, but they're characters that existed in the creator's mind yeah, and then absolutely. it was put on paper or right. whatever and now it, it it is what it is it right. is real so i was introduced to it again that was hobby and just mm-hmm. for fun but because i learned how to do that that introduced me to the world of like technology and things like that mm-hmm. so that was i would say that's the audio production part but to continue that story just kind of jumping around we'll just do it category by category mm-hmm. um i got involved in, i'm sorry <laughs> Why are you trying to be careful no i'm not, not in, i'm not trying to be careful i'm just thinking um sorry it's processing really slow um i i started making music or feeling the need to try to make music mm-hmm. um in high school okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well my best friends we joke about this because i think mm-hmm. for most musicians and mm-hmm. this may not be true mm-hmm. but it's because of girl. It's always because of a girl. <laughs> so my high school girlfriend at the time, I wanted to make her a gift. Aww, so I sweet. went through the struggle of trying to like download stuff and um, <laughs> whatever I can get for free to try to make her songs. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I made her. I think I still have that. Again, that is also embarrassing. No, but that, that, we that's all little, I got. We should play a little clip. We should not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I didn't I'll sign consent it. for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's how I got involved. So mm-hmm. I would like download free stuff, and I'm like, all right, well, cool. This is this is kind of cool, mm-hmm. and I like music, and I can be able to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So it just rabbit holed from there. So like, okay, I can download this. This stuff sounds terrible. Now I need no. to buy stuff that like, what Legit. can I get? Yeah, yeah, like what can I? Get? It was always a slow progression. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, now I need an actual microphone, mm-hmm. Radio Shack, and then <laughs> shout out to Radio shout Shack, out. which I don't, <laughs> I don't even know it still exists. But do they right? Like mm. anyway. Anyways, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So it would be like, okay, I need to go to Radio Shack or Circuit City, mm, you know, R. rest in peace, <laughs> <laughs> Circuit City or, you know, eventually Best Buy and yeah. then so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, it was the slow steps of mm-hmm. like being introduced to, it was a mixture of, okay, I want to be able to create something for somebody else because mm-hmm. at the time it was like, I want to be able to communicate how I feel in a special way mm-hmm. to somebody that I cared about. Mm-hmm. So the mixtape for lovers, that's what it was, you know, whatever. That, that's not the name of the project, but anyway, <laughs> but that's what it was. I yeah. always, I think a lot of people create stuff because of, of course, they're yeah. in love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's terrible. No. Anyway, <laughs> so Amazing. yeah, I think that it started from there. So mm-hmm. like, and then after that, it, that's when it evolved into a hobby. Okay. And I started doing it with my friends like, yo, we need to make mixtapes. We need to work <laughs> on songs and things like that. We can do it because. So were you like the organizer, like the one who. Uh, was... Kind of. Okay. But I still, I think I may attribute it. Well, it depends on what it is. I, w- I would attribute that to my other friend. Shout out to Stephen McDowell. Stephen. Um, we were all in a group. Mm-hmm. So humbly named <laughs> <laughs> the Geek Squad. <laughs> um, so. Uh, That's cute. Everybody's off doing their great, great, great things. Amazing um, So yeah, I would say Stephen and shout out to Praveen Ellen Kumar, yeah, who's in New York doing big things. Yes. And um, I think it was the 
us three okay. core okay. that would be creating things mm-hmm. and whether that was film or whether that was music mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and y'all was just having fun, right? Yeah, like, we were just yeah. having fun. And I think it was, you know, somewhere deep rooted in there. Each, each one of us, we mm-hmm. had our passions mm-hmm. of things that we wanted to do, whether yeah. it was film, whether it was drawing, um, music, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It was somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. But we had comrades and friends yeah. that we could, you know, a, a little community community that we developed mm-hmm. so that we could help each other create the stuff. Yeah. And um, so that was the audio production and music stuff. Writing, writing... I would say was probably really less, but it became the more dominant, I would say. Writing, I would attribute to my mother again. um, Yes, mama powers. (laughs) (laughs) Be real. Um, So I think this was around middle school too, but it took a while for writing to stick. Okay. So she, in essence, taught me how to journal. Okay. And um, because before I didn't, there was no need to. Mm -hmm. Like it it took me a while to, (laughs) to, to, to really get to Mm -hmm. that more creative place because for a long time my focus was sports okay which clearly that doesn't (laughs) exist now um but you play a little a little bit i don't do nothing now (laughs) (laughs) but you know in my early child upbringing or rearing whatever because the majority of my like my parents and my 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 sister and that's what what it was like sports was the thing yeah whether it was basketball or i feel like it was for a lot of black family yeah like. <laughs> yeah so it, it was, it was this, the sports kind of stuff yeah but that didn't stick for me like even i can i can remember like being on the basketball team young and then like you learn fundamentals mm-hmm. and stuff like that but i always not fully there mm. i'm joking about stuff yeah you know thinking about just hanging out with friends and stuff and of yeah. course there's that social aspect it's like, oh okay i'm making friends right and doing this whatever right, right. but it whatever dream I had of, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, I'm going to be a star athlete or whatever, mm-hmm. it died quickly. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't like, like somebody told me, oh, you stink or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just. Just didn't, one feeling it. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. really feeling it. I didn't really have the discipline to like really keep it up. Mm-hmm. And my interest went other, elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm not yeah. investing enough time in this. I'd rather do this. Yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the writing thing, yeah, my mom taught me how to journal. It's like, okay. You should write down what you did today and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it took a real long time for mm-hmm. that discipline to actually take mm-hmm. effect. Yeah. Because um, I have stuff from middle school, late elementary school. It's like, hi, my name is Jamal. <laughs> I did this today. Da, 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 da. And it's like in a composition book. Yeah. And then it's like three pages fill. Yeah. And then it's just Finished. blank. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I'm done. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't keep up with it. But yeah. later, I would say in middle school, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to do this every day. Mm-hmm. And then I started like writing stories and things yeah. like that. It kicked in later. It's like, okay. Yeah. And now I pretty much write every day, mm-hmm. whether it's journaling or whether it's putting down creative ideas or whatever. Mm-hmm. But all of those, they came at the beginning was a hobby. Mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, like there's a transition period where you own stuff. Yeah. I think owning it as either an identity or even just a profession, mm-hmm. I think I'm still there. Okay. Like in that interim period gotcha of like okay i can actually do this yeah or this is viable like you know people can make a living off of doing whatever absolutely whatever these mm-hmm. things are so but you know mm-hmm. conquering that fear and owning it like okay i'm actually going to do this i'm actually going to make an effort to use music or audio production go out help people mm-hmm. help artists make art mm-hmm. and focus on that or I'm going to write things and share stuff with people. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to be involved by acting and playing characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Still taking that. I love that when you act. I- act. Huh? I love when you act. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> take that identity and say, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
So I don't know. I hope that answers your question. No, yeah, it does. That took up like 40 minutes. No, it's okay. <laughs> so what do you find difficult about the creative process? Like, I know that you have a blog that you haven't mentioned. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to like. Um, <laughs> yes, the, drop all the. What's that called? Um, shameless plug? Yes. Yeah. Plug. I'll do it later. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um, but as far as like the, your creative process, like what does that look like? What are the, some of the things like you struggle with? in the creative process yeah i think my my process has changed a lot okay and it's it really a lot of it's based off of where i am in life mm-hmm. i think a lot of my creativity is an outlet because i don't like i'm bored <laughs> it's i'm bored with whatever i'm supposed to be doing okay so a lot of my again creativity will come out of like being in school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some people aren't you know mm-hmm. some people are good at school mm-hmm. and other people aren't yeah <laughs> i don't think i'm good at school like okay i majored in american studies mm-hmm. when uh, when i was an undergrad which is cool because i liked it because we focus on my my con- particular concentration was media studies mm-hmm. so watch right a lot of, yeah, yeah. we'll watch a lot of movies or yeah. look at stuff and like critique it and have mm-hmm. conversations about it I like that aspect, mm-hmm. being able to have dialogue with people, have conversation, have right. discussion, right? And be engaged, in, like people sharing their ideas, and we're coming to conclusions, or we're just talking. Mm-hmm. That's great, but having to sit <laughs> and like do papers or take tests yeah, and do stuff like that, that part. yeah, I can deal without <laughs> that. And then having to pay for it, and, yeah, nah, I'd rather just you know join a meetup or something. That's and, real. Like, hey, what you think about videos. this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, YouTube University, but exactly. <laughs> um, for my creative process, it would come out of like daydreaming. Okay. So like the first album or mixtape or whatever you want to call it huh, <laughs> uh, that I, I made that featured me like rapping and stuff because mm-hmm. I had created instrumental stuff, mm-hmm. but there was no lyrics. There was nothing, nothing like that. That that the name of the project was Notes and Drool. Mm-hmm. It's not available anywhere. So. <laughs> oh, no. Available in stores now. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not. Really? Yeah, it's not available anywhere. All Aww, of my stuff is hey. hidden away. Um, if you want it, you could ask me about it, oh my but gosh. put it up. <laughs> I don't know what it, anyways. So, so um, uh, I wouldn't put it up because it's bad, okay. um, at this point. Um, okay. <laughs> it, it's not acceptable to me <laughs> in my, my standards, but, uh, the name of the title was called Notes and Drool. Mm-hmm. So the idea was I would be writing these stories and sharing these thoughts in the notes right. of my classwork or whatever. Yeah. And when, when I was in lecture or whatever, and Drool was, I'll be bored. I'll yeah. be falling asleep. Yeah. yeah on my papers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that came out of, well, I'm in class. Mm-hmm. I'm writing my thoughts on the margins of mm-hmm. my uh, whatever. So I was supposed to be focusing on schoolwork, mm-hmm. but the creativity came out of, yeah. like, it was somewhat procrastination. Yeah, you know, same. Like, yeah. And I so, definitely was like that in elementary school. That's mm-hmm. where I wrote all my stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it w- my creative process would come out of that. Mm-hmm. It changed when you know i wasn't i graduated so i wasn't in school <laughs> mm-hmm. and even while i was working it still was kind of there mm-hmm. but when your seasons in life change you mm-hmm. kind of have to be more deliberate yeah and i think it's a little tricky now mm-hmm. because sometimes i question if i even want to do it hmm. so it's like oh yeah i mean i enjoy it yeah and it's fun to me and i find you know some value in it and i guess people find value in whatever i create or share yeah but it's not always high on my priority list. It's like I need to work. I need to provide for my wife. I need to do this stuff. I need to do need to do these things or whatever, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you let it lay dormant long enough, mm-hmm. it'll kind of turn off. And for me, the only the the main the major thing that I 
really try to keep alive is writing because mm-hmm. it's kind of easier to do yeah. like i can sit down and write yeah. while i'm at work right. or whatever i can't you know pull out drum machine and start you know <laughs> beats. producing beats <laughs> making beats <laughs> while i'm in the office like oh you're fired um with the acting and stuff mm-hmm. i don't know i just don't really pursue it like if somebody needs help with it like oh right, yeah sure i'll do this mm-hmm. i'm not chasing after the opportunities that much so yeah. go ahead sorry. no go ahead so how do you feel like being like multi-passionate right <laughs> and having to juggle all of these passions all of these you know creative endeavors and mm-hmm. go to work and mm-hmm. you know i guess like spend time with your wife and <laughs> you know what i'm saying like how do you like do um, you pick one for a season or is it like okay today i'm gonna work on this today i'm gonna work on that yeah i think <laughs> all the above <laughs> right right i think and I feel bad. I feel like I'm not Why? a good, a good, <laughs> good guest for the show. Why? Because, you are a good guest. No, for because the show. like I think there's a difference between like somebody's like, yo, I'm, I'm really doing this junk. <laughs> like I'm really doing this. Like no, I'm really but there's to... so many people. Like yeah. you are, you are an artist. Period. I don't okay. want to hear any buts. You know, however, is nothing. Like, sure. You are no comma. Like okay. period. You are an artist, I'm and so you okay. <laughs> so can check. Yeah. But you are like you're an artist. You have mm-hmm. to own it. Like, and there are many people that are in your shoes that yeah. are you know yeah. they may consider themselves you know mediocre using yeah. air quotes yeah. or you know I'm not really pursuing it. And yeah. you know they they have all these passions. They have all these you know yeah. things. Yeah. You know whether they're pursuing it like full time or yeah. part time, and they're trying to juggle their career. Yeah. Like, how do you balance? You know. Like working to survive and yeah, also yeah. like feeding, you know, yeah. not the beast, but feeding the um, yeah, no, I know, you know, the creative feeding passion, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess for me, mm-hmm. it starts with like really acknowledging that there's you feel value in it. Mm-hmm. So it starts there one because yeah, your time can be completely gone. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're working a regular nine to five or whatever, mm-hmm. by the time you get home, you might not feel like doing anything. Yeah, um, just drained. Your brain is empty. Mm-hmm. It's like I have it whatever there's nothing going on and of course you know adulting takes up a lot of time too it's like oh i gotta do this I gotta mm-hmm. pay these bills i gotta do this whatever and that can be added weight on yeah. it so it's like oh, i don't i just yeah I'd rather do whatever <laughs> i'm just gonna sit down and watch netflix or whatever you know <laughs> think, yeah. um but if you identify that this is valuable to yeah. you that it does something for you you can choose to say this is important like for me my writing stuff I make it, a, I make it a point to write 15 minutes a day, mm-hmm. whatever about anything. Mm-hmm. So if I have a creative idea, mm-hmm. it can be creative writing. If yeah. it's journaling, whatever it is, yeah, it's um, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's all you really need. Yeah, with the acting stuff, I, I find it fun whenever I have the opportunity. Yeah, it's just like wow, this is really cool. I'm yeah. glad I, you know, I was able to do this. Yeah. And so when the opportunities are made available to me, I was like, all right, I'm gonna jump into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I think finding the balance really does. It starts with identifying that this is valuable to you. And then later, like practically, you just got to see what, what your time is like and yeah. what your schedule is like. Right. Um, whether it's just I'm going to set aside my weekends for mm-hmm. stuff or I'm only going to set aside 15, 30 minutes mm-hmm. a day to do it. It really depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. So like I said, for me, writing is the easiest thing to mm-hmm. do. But even with production, it's like, okay. If I have this day mm-hmm. or this time in the evening, I'm going to set aside 30 minutes or an hour so I can right. sit down and do it. Right. Yeah, I'm just going to keep going, harping <laughs> on that one point, like identifying that is valuable to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to 
passions, mm-hmm. a part of something that can stifle passions. Mm-hmm. It's not always the case for people. Some people, it's like their super motivation. But mm-hmm. when you're when you're thinking about how is this going to make me money, mm-hmm. and you start thinking about the financial yeah. stuff like that, that can be really burden yeah, burdening. Yeah, it can. Because um, you're like, dang, I'm making yeah. all these beats. I ain't making no money. Yeah. Or like, I'm acting on all this stuff. I ain't making no money. Yeah. Or I'm writing all this stuff. I ain't making no money. So it's almost like you attribute the value of it. Yeah. With- with the value, value. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like if you see no value in it yeah you know and it goes back to the point if you see no value in it it's like i'm not going to invest my time in it right because why do it if right. i having that mindset well i'm mediocre anyway mm-hmm. then it'll just be a hobby that yeah. you know i'll put on the shelf and whenever the opportunity comes up mm-hmm. i'll take it off and dust it off mm-hmm. but if you know that you doing it is a part of who you are right. if you know that you really do get joy out of doing it right you're like, all right, no, I'm gonna, I got to find some time. Yeah. I got to find some time to invest in it. And it doesn't, it's okay for it to be a hobby. Yeah. Like, if you like your job. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you, <laughs> Pause. If, yeah, if, if you like your job, then yeah. it's, it's quite all right for it yeah. to be a hobby. You know, use your job to invest in your hobby. Right. Like, if you want to make a home studio yeah. and you got the money, make Why a home not? studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And set aside the time. But you have to identify what it, what, what is, what is this worth to you? Right. Um, so that you can invest your time, your resources, and your energy into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like for practically, practically for me, it's just finding the little times, mm-hmm. the little moments that mm-hmm. I can to try to grasp it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's fifteen minutes to write, thirty minutes or so to produce a produce an instrumental, mm-hmm. or just taking whatever acting, voice acting opportunities I can. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just finding the little things. I don't mm-hmm. know if they answer your question. No, it does. It does. Okay. I think um, it's interesting because when you mentioned the money aspect, mm-hmm. so. You know, for those who might not know, Jamal works um, a job. I mean, like, you work a job. Too. I work. Okay, yes, yeah. I work from home. Yes. So, and working from home, like that's that's a whole other monster. Like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to. So I run a photography business out of our house, mm-hmm. and I also make music, mm-hmm. and I also write. Mm-hmm. So, um, with those things, it's not like someone's paying me every two weeks. Right. You know, I'm getting money as I'm going as I'm building my businesses. Mm-hmm. So it can be kind of discouraging, mm-hmm. you know, when I feel like I'm not bringing anything to the table because mm-hmm. I don't have a paycheck at the end of, on, you know, on, on on the 1st and 15th or yeah, yeah. At, in every two weeks or at the yeah. end of the month. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, they just come as they go. Yeah. And so that it could kind of seem like, oh, well, this isn't really, you know, adding up to anything. Yeah. Is is what I'm doing even worth it? But yeah. thank God, you know, for my husband and also yeah. <laughs> that God will, that God um, allowed us to be able to have the situation where Jamal can work. You know, and hopefully soon work from home. <laughs> and um, yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and um, me working from home, I just want to get to that point where I feel like I'm also supporting our family too. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, trying not to put that that value and that burden. Yeah, I like right. that word that you use, the yeah. burden um, on my art. Like yeah. it's because it's putting so much pressure on something right. that you just want to create right. for right. the yeah. sake of creating because yeah. it feels good. Yeah. But now like you've put all this like, you know, extra pressure on it yeah. to be something it wasn't supposed to be in the first place. Right, right, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and I was reading this book and one of the um, big magic. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm, re- I'm reading, rereading that. Um, and one of the things uh, who's in the, there. Who's the author again? It's okay. It's it's by the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. It's the same author. So okay. if you can find that author, you can you find You can put it in like the show notes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Big magic. So big magic. It's really inspirational. Rereading it again just to get my focus back on like creating mm. and when she's talking about creating like you're just supposed to create because because it feels good right, you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. like when you put when you put the you almost like um dirty it up 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you muddy right, right. like the project because yeah. now, you know, what was interesting and what was fun is now supposed to pay all your bills. Yeah. It's now supposed to, and so for some people that's the case. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm not at that point right now. <laughs> like right now I'm just building everything. Yeah. So right now I'm trying to trust the process, trying to trust the journey, trying to trust God that right, if he right. gave me these things to do, like, yeah. Okay, he's gonna provide for us. I mean, we haven't been evicted. You know what I'm saying? Like, praise we haven't, God. <laughs> praise God. Yeah. We haven't evicted. We have food. Like we're yes. we're being taken care of. Yes. Um. But you know, I think just that's just stuck out to me. Like being patient about the process and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So you are a Christian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So how do you balance? I think for some people, um, it, what? What's this so funny? Why, just the way you came back with that question. <laughs> you are a Christian right. or not? <laughs> it's like. Married, right? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You know. I'm just hoping that he's a Christian <laughs> at this point, right? But I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> but you, you are a follower of Christ. Yeah. Yes. So, how do you? For some people, I think you know, like they feel like all their art has to be like a direct, like mm-hmm. Jesus is Lord. Like I always yeah. have to be like if I'm a singer, I always have to be singing about that. If I'm a writer, yeah. I always have to be writing about that. Yeah, if I'm yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. Christ is the main message. Yeah. Of course, you know, he should be, yeah, like, yeah. we should be doing things to honor him, yes. Yeah. But I think sometimes, like, it's like, oh, you're a Christian. You shouldn't be singing, yeah, using yeah. air quotes, secular music, yeah. even though you could be singing about birds. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. The rain, you yeah. know, that's secular. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, but I have a theory. Uh, well, I, I guess I could get your opinion first. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> you silly. No, um, I think it's, I think it's, this is just my theory. Yes. Um, I feel like God created us. Mm-hmm. He created our emotions. Mm-hmm. He created our, you know, what we see. He created the rain. He created yeah. the birds. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like me singing about heartbreak, me yeah. singing about the rain, me yeah. singing about being angry, yeah. being sad, being yeah. happy, being yeah. in love. Yeah. I feel like all of those things are like a direct, like, right. yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Reflection of yeah god and his creations yeah. and i feel like that does bring honor to him as long as i'm not like you know wilding out on a song uh-huh. yeah, get yeah. you man you yeah. ain't nothing yeah. blah 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 i yeah. feel like um i mean but honestly but to that point too like <laughs> if i'm angry you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying like yeah. i can express that i'm angry without being a, being offensive right, right? Yeah, or yeah. without sinning like being right. be angry and sin not yeah. right so i think that all of those experiences can Reflect God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And give honor to God and give glory to him. Yeah. Like, you look at Psalm and David is in there like, right. these people suck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I hate them. Yeah. Like God, kill them. Yes, yeah. kill them. Yeah. Like, literally, like, David is saying yeah. these things, yeah. you know. And then, but at the end, like, it's still like, you know what? But you still God, though. And you yeah. cool. Like, you know, like, you're amazing. Yeah. But it's like, but my feelings are real. Yeah. So, like, how do you feel about, like, using, I know it's like no. <laughs> a loaded. No, no. But how do you feel about using, I guess, like your art and things like that, and using it to give to give glory to God? Um, do you feel that pressure to like? I think <laughs> this is probably a mixture of things. Mm-hmm. At at some point in time, I you know I was like, yo, I'm gonna be a Christian rapper. Ooh. Like I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make be about it Christian rap music, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, which was kind of like notes and drills. Like mm-hmm. my interest is all right, cool. I'm gonna do Christian rap. i'm gonna do christian rap again it doesn't exist anywhere because Mm -hmm. it's not that good but um pressure i think well one i think uh, i'm sorry i have to thought just scattered no it's fine but i think 
it's a struggle that a lot of people have had mm-hmm. and probably more so here in the states mm-hmm. than anywhere else or i guess western mm-hmm. civilization or whatever um because there's this expectation based off of uh, i guess evangelical christianity that whatever you create has to be the, the idea isn't is it i don't think it's not Oh, that it can be Christian, but if the idea is that everything you do needs to be sharing the gospel somehow. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. Which is again, there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. You should share the gospel, Absolutely. you know, and always. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but art has kind of been put into these categories mm-hmm. that if it's Christian, it has to fit into these two things. It's either praise and worship, yeah, or it's evangelical, yeah, like it's sharing something yeah you know or and then it, there may be like another third category it's like it's teaching you something mm-hmm. so it's like i'm teaching you <laughs> deeper truths about like ephesians or whatever right. but i'm wrapping it so <laughs> all of that fits in those categories it's either didactic so it's teaching you something mm-hmm. or it's worship so it's mm-hmm. like doxology is praising mm-hmm. or i'm reaching people mm-hmm. evangelism mm-hmm. outside of that it's not christian right right and that's not true like yeah. you had mentioned before in the Psalms, like, David's just talking about his life yeah, and things like that. But people use those yes. in praise and worship. Yes, they, they use do. use those, you know. Um, they memorize them. They mm-hmm. repeat them. The, the, you know, just a huge book mm-hmm. has a huge impact within the Christian faith mm-hmm. and uh, Christian theology. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff comes from Psalms. It comes from these songs mm-hmm. um, and these stories that have been communicated in, in verse and poetry and things mm-hmm. like that. And there are other poetic books mm-hmm. all throughout, you know, throughout the Bible. But because of this idea that no, mm-hmm. whatever you're creating, and this yeah. doesn't only have to be music, it yeah. could be film, it could yeah. be paintings, whatever you're doing, it has to do these three things. Yeah. It has to praise and worship God. Yeah. It has to teach me something yeah. or it has to share the gospel. Yeah. Um, I think that puts a limitation on people. It puts mm-hmm. a, people's limitation on people's experience mm-hmm. because if I'm sharing you my experience, mm-hmm. just like you were mentioning a psalm, I can tell you how I've made it through these yes, things. Yes. So it can in turn turn into some, to something praiseworthy. It can yeah. turn into worship. It can yeah. turn into evangelism. It can turn into teaching. Mm-hmm. But if you're only limiting, like, I, I can't create it unless it does that. Right. Then, yeah, it puts this, this collar on people. So, yeah. like, for me, uh, I kind of stopped thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like... I believe stop thinking about the the boundaries. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. the boundaries because God made me. Yeah. And so like my relationship with God in theory should pour out in whatever I do anyway. Absolutely. So there there should be no difference between how I work yeah. at a job mm. and how I create art. Mm. So if I'm working on a job, you know, scripture says let your light so shine Absolutely. so people will see your your works mm-hmm. and glorify your father in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to live a life and everything that we do that has been impacted by Christ's love, his grace, and his mercy should now change how I do stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I'm making music, mm-hmm. how I go about making that music, what I put in my songs, and how I communicate mm-hmm. should be influenced by Christ. Right. And ultimately, people should be like, hmm, there's something different about right. this guy right. compared to this guy. Right. And, you know, it's always been a debate. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's becoming a little less of a debate because mm-hmm. people just... Like you know, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on yeah, in our is. world. So there's, yeah. there's there's a lot going on in our nation. Yeah, and so and there's also a lot going on within the body of Christ. Yeah, but I think that's just how it should be. Yeah, like you, your time relating to God, 
um, and being changed by him, being mm-hmm. transformed by him, being uh, going from faith to faith, glory to glory, mm-hmm. should just be poured out yeah. of everything that you do. Yeah. So if you're, even if you're writing science fiction stories, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, mm-hmm. your faith will come out. Right. You know, right. or whether you're a scientist, if yeah. you're creating formulas and stuff, there's something about the research that you're doing that is either influenced by God or mm-hmm. helping you to get closer mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. And uh, like for me, that's just what it is. Like, yeah. I'm a Christian. I yeah. know I love Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know his impact on my life. And, yeah. yeah. And so whatever I share, I know I'm not trying to share something that's going to be opposing of my belief right. or of my faith or my right. relationship. I'm not going to make something that's demeaning women. Right. Because that's not who I am. Right. I'm not going to try to share something that's going to lead people astray. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to do whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was Ephesians 4, 29. Mm-hmm. Let no corrupt com- mm-hmm. communication you know, don't let that come out of you. Mm-hmm. Don't let malice come out of you. Don't yeah. let envy and all these things come out of you. Why? Because that's my relationship with the Lord. Yeah. That doesn't even have to be my art. Yeah. <laughs> it starts with me. Like, core, like every, yeah, yeah. Just that, that, that walk. Yeah. So if my walk is right, mm-hmm. if my time with the Lord is right, mm-hmm. then the rest of the stuff should just be taken care of. Yeah. Whether that means people are going to like it or support yeah. it, that's, that's not really my concern. Story. Right. You know, like I'm just supposed to, if I believe what I have to share, what I believe God has given me to share with other people, mm-hmm. it's going to bless who it needs to bless. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm talking about growing pains or whether I'm talking about this or that, mm-hmm. it should bless other people. Mm-hmm. No different than like, I'm not going to be at work. And like every time I lift up a box and I'm like, praise Jesus, like <laughs> I'm just going to work hard. I'm going to, yeah, you know, yeah. that w- after a while that would turn people off. Yeah. Like, you know, this dude's turn on microphones and every time he says it, like. <laughs> Or, you know, I might get fired for something yeah. like that because yeah. I'm working in a secular environment, whatever, yeah. but people can be influenced by yeah. me working in excellence yeah. and letting yes. my light shine. Yes. So. And I think you, like you talk about, lift, like you're joking when you said it, like lifting mm-hmm. a box and saying, you know, praise Jesus. Yeah. Like, but how you lift that box is yeah. still, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still like it's saying the same thing. Yeah, exactly. You feel me? Yeah. Because I can walk into the office 30 minutes late and be like, Jesus is king. Right. Like, people are like, Nobody I don't wants care. To do like, <laughs> you're late. Like, what, what's going Get on? Get out of here. Yeah. You, yeah. you just do your job well. Yes. And then it, it, I think it's, it's interesting that if you're, again, living your life the way that, you know, God wants you to live, if you're just mm-hmm. relating with him, the doors will be open. Yeah. You know, if you're just kind to people, yeah. if you're you're loving and you're just doing stuff well, mm-hmm. it'll pour out somehow. Yeah. yeah. In and ways like, because like, yeah. I told you about an experience mm-hmm. when I went to the doctor's office, yeah, like yeah. the girl was like, are you a believer? And yeah. I'm like, I'm literally just here. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, to God be the glory for that, because yeah. I just felt, you know, like I'm yeah. in pain. I'm not yeah. even. <laughs> right. I'm not here for anything. <laughs> for Don't nothing. talk to me. <laughs> right. I need help. Yeah. But, you know, people are paying attention when you don't think they're paying yeah, attention. Exactly. Like they're paying attention. Yeah. Um, and I think even the way you suffer, right. you know, yeah. if you, the way you suffer, the way you suffer well, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're like lamenting, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. read all through the Bible, yeah, like yeah. so much like depression, so much sorrow, yeah. so much like pain and grief, yeah. but it's how you suffer. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's nothing. I think um, a lot of times in kind of, this is kind of going on a tangent, but whatever. But like a lot of times <laughs> it's people, your show. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I want, I yeah. guess. No, but um, but people almost, and I've been using this word a lot, villainize people mm-hmm. or like they they condemn people for mm-hmm. suffering. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, yeah. like there's nothing wrong with suffering. Yeah. Like suffering is promised, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yes. guarantees you that yeah. you will suffer. Like the Bible literally says that. Yeah. And so um, 
And so in people expressing their like frustrations or their hurt or their sorrow, or their pain, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like you're not being a Christian if you're talking yeah. about your suffering. You're right. not being, you know, you're not yeah. being very Christian like, right. right? You should be smiling, you should be full right. of joy. Put the Christian sheen on. Like, yeah. right? The Christian sheen. Yeah. I just imagine this like spray. <laughs> like but anyway, yes, like yeah. no one should know about your problems. Nobody yeah. should know about your suffering. But what I love, I love artists mm-hmm. that share their suffering. Yeah. Because it's almost like it's relatable. Like, yeah. I don't have to be perfect. I don't yeah. have to have it all together. I don't yeah. have to not be broken. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can be broken and yeah. it's okay. And yeah. you have been broken and you are, you know, yeah. sometimes you're still in it. Yeah. And sometimes you're still, like, you're better. Oh, so yeah. there's hope for me. Yeah. Like, if no one ever shares that story of hope, if yeah. no one ever shares, yeah. like, hope with, I've been there too. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, it'll get better. Yeah. Don't worry. Just smile. Yeah. Just, yeah. no. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be sad. Yeah. It's okay to cry. Yeah. It's okay to suffer. Like mm-hmm. he did what to you? Right. That sucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's yeah. that's it sometimes. Like but I think the pressure people feel to make their art and I felt that pressure too mm-hmm. like even writing. I'm yeah. like is this too sad, god? Like and it's like <laughs> yeah. but this is how I really feel. Yeah, and yeah. so by me making it positive all the time it makes it makes it lose its authenticity. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like it loses yeah. its and sometimes um just like I told you mm-hmm. Well, before we had this, <laughs> this yeah. we had a conversation. Pre, right, right. Um, we're actually, um, I was actually in a room, and this girl found my book online. Mm-hmm. And so, in my mind, I was telling Jamal, it was literally just like, like heart vomit. Like mm-hmm. my heart had been broken for like four consecutive years, and yeah. I was just really tired. So yeah. I just wrote about it. And this girl said that it was helping her through yeah. a breakup, and I'm yeah. like, what? Like. <laughs> How? Like, literally the whole time, I'm just like, life sucks. This is sad, you know? Um, And at the end, like, I do do talk about God, but she's not even to that point yet. And she said that she's already, like, being helped and stuff. Just someone saying, yo, me too. Like, I get it, you know? So, um, just to that, I know this is a sidebar, but I think it's just so important for people in the body of Christ, for people, you know, not to just put on like oh yeah, yeah praise god like yeah. yes praise god but yeah. yo life sucks too you oh, know yeah. what i'm saying yeah so no i, I agree with you and i mm-hmm. mean sure this might be a tangent or whatever mm-hmm. but i think when we aren't authentic mm-hmm. when we aren't authentic it actually robs the power of god mm-hmm. um because people need to see that yeah you know they need to see that god has pulled me out of the muck and the yeah, mire yeah like like that you were actually in the muck yeah and the mire. they need they need to see that and it doesn't yeah. always you know it doesn't always have to be something like financial yeah, or yeah. whatever but i was depressed yeah and god took my you know mourning gave me yeah. a garment of praise yeah but if we don't share that story yeah and if we're not comfortable with just like you know sharing that testimony mm-hmm. It, it robs the power because mm-hmm. even in Revelation it says that they overcame by the blood of the mm-hmm. lamb and the word of their testimony. And mm-hmm. testimony is something that you get, you know, the saying is like you can't have a testimony without well, a test. test. Yeah. So you you need experience. But a yeah. testimony is really just a word, yeah. it's something that's coming out and that it's true. Mm-hmm. It's something that's able to be shared. Mm-hmm. And so not everybody's testimony has to be like super crazy. <laughs> it's like God saved me from, you know, yeah. the crack of the mountain and there were wolves <laughs> everywhere. So I'm like, no, it's just like, you know. For some people, it's like, yeah, I, I lost my spouse. Yeah. And God helped me through it. Yeah. Or, or he's helping me. Yeah, he's helping me through yeah. it. Or like my parents weren't there for me or whatever. Yeah. I, he's helped me out of this or yeah. whatever. Like, because people are in pain. Yeah. It's guaranteed yeah. that the world is suffering. Yeah. Because of sin. Right. People need need to know and people want to know, mm-hmm. how do I deal with this? Yeah. How do yeah. I deal with suffering? How yeah. do I deal with pain? 
Yeah. And how do I overcome it? Yeah. Jesus yeah. is the answer. Absolutely, you know, like yeah. it's all there. But mm-hmm. if we're not letting that story be shared, mm-hmm. if people can't see that, oh, you you are yeah. human like me. You've been where I've been. They don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you don't understand. Yeah. Like people need <laughs> to see the power of God. Absolutely. You know, they need to see his transformative work Mm -hmm. in the lives of other people Mm -hmm. and it doesn't you know it doesn't have to look a certain way Mm because people like well this testimony is too real we gotta like you know cut it a little bit we gotta make it (laughs) you know no people want to know people want to see the heartbreak they want to see like oh that you were you were far gone yeah yeah even you know paul is like i was the worst of sinners yeah (laughs) (laughs) who says that like there's the list i'm at the top i'm at the top (laughs) and then this dude that wrote like a large part of yes, the, the Bible yes. went and impacted so many lives. Yeah. This guy said he was the, yeah. the, the like the chief of sinners. <laughs> I'm the worst. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Transformative story. You and need no that. shame about no the story. Shame. No shame. Like, you know, in retrospect yeah. anyway, like, yeah. of course, well, while he was doing it, sure. Yeah. That too. But using that, like yeah. there's, there's no shame in the past. Yeah. You know, he's like, I, this is where I was, mm-hmm. but praise be to God yeah. that, you know, I'm no longer, la- I'm no longer that way. Yeah. But people need to be able to hear it. And if we cut the story, if yeah. we edit it, mm-hmm. if we edit the story that God is trying to write, mm-hmm. we're robbing, yeah. robbing, robbing people of receiving and seeing yeah. the whole power and love of mm-hmm. God. So, and, and even like on a, not lighter note, but <laughs> like using your art, to mm-hmm. process your pain oh, yeah. is like one of the best therapists. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, God is the greatest. Oh yeah. But like, there are times like you mm-hmm. know, I'm sure you too. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. so I suffer from depression. That's mm-hmm. not a that's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. But like writing about it, like you've always encouraged me to write about my yeah. um to write about how I feel. Yeah. And a lot of times when I'm writing, like all of a sudden it's like I write I write like ten poems. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like really talking about how I feel. When I was younger, like mm-hmm. you're talking about imaginary friends, I was yeah. an only child for seven years. Mm-hmm. So like. I was like, oh, well, I'm lonely, so I'm I'm gonna create stories. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. write about that singing, yeah. like the songs and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So I think everybody should have a Jamile. Um, uh-huh. I think he's amazing. Uh, Don't blush. I think he's amazing. I I really admire you because like, like I'm one of those perfectionist people, and you always get me like out of my head. <laughs> like I'm like, this sucks. This is trash. This is garbage. Mm-hmm. And you always come in and like. Like, one, it's not the end of the world. You yes. know what I mean? And you've always come in with, like, an objective pr- perspective. Mm-hmm. While I don't think you're mediocre, okay. I do think that, using air quotes, your mediocrity is a superpower. Like, you have a lot of creative friends, mm-hmm. and you're just like, let's just get it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. let's just do it. Yeah. Just put it out there. Yeah. Like, if it was up to me, like, mm-hmm. none of my projects would be <laughs> out there right now. But you're just like, just post it and get offline. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> Who cares? You post know, it and run. right? Post it and run. That's usually what I do. But but like you're like post, it. and if nobody likes it, oh well. Like yeah. you like it, right? Mm. You know, like I feel like everybody needs you. Everybody needs oh. a you, and I think you're amazing. Oh, thanks. And I love you so much. Oh, yay! So you ready to plug in your? Oh, are we done? Is there? Oh, I don't know. If I don't know if you got questions or whatever. Um, it's your show. I think I feel like all the questions I feel like all the questions we answered like in passing like some of the questions I have for you like how do you use your art like for God's because your 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 slogan is literally like say your slogan which one <laughs> baby you know which one helping artists make art well that um, one but for God's glory oh vibrant excellence yes for God <laughs> for and this God's... would be a nice place to plug your okay sure yay all right so yeah so I have 
two slogans because it's two separate things that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So the, the the main thing is with my writing, it's like public speaking and other stuff too, but it's vibrant excellence for glory and for good. Yes. Right. That's what it is. That's a short version. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's to do everything, whatever you're doing, you do it for the glory of God and for the good or for the benefit of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, the other, so that's vibrant excellence. That's my blog. That's whatever else it will be in the future. Um, and then my, acting voice acting and my audio production my music production is Calpin creations and the slogan there is helping artists make art because he says Calpin. you spell that for c-a-l hyphen p-i-n creations right so that i have there's a twitter for that it's Calpin creations at Calpin creations it's all one word and then vibrant excellence you just follow me at jam Calpin. Um, Vibrant Excellence is a website. So it's www.vibrantexcellence.com. <laughs> and Calpin Creations, I have like a Facebook page or whatever. I'm still in the process of building that. But yeah, for Calpin Creations, is helping artists make art. Because um, I like helping people accomplish their dreams and helping their goals. And I know everybody needs help. So mm-hmm. if I can offer my services in whatever mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. I try to help people do that. No, I mean, that's it. That's, those are the only plugs that I got. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but so how do you use, like, what do you talk about oh. on your blog? Like, how do you oh, use oh. your, <laughs> like, what? Like, I'm sorry. This is our first time anybody's <laughs> asked me about this. I'm not good at this stuff. You're silly. Um, vibrant Excellence, the the whole thing is, like, I want to help people to freely pursue righteousness mm-hmm. and vibrant excellence. Mm-hmm. So whether it's how you relate to your friends or family, mm-hmm. whether it's how you work at your job, or whether it's just creating. God has designed all of us for a very specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And the general purpose is to glorify him mm-hmm. and to benefit other people. Yeah. And so the blog and what its purpose is to share tips and thoughts on how to do that. Mm-hmm. So how can I live in vibrant excellence at my job? Or how can I use my art mm-hmm. in vibrant excellence? Or how can I relate to my wife? Or how can mm-hmm. I use my time? How mm-hmm. can I use my resources and energy? All these like tidbits to help you pursue righteousness, which is being rightly aligned with God. How can I do all this stuff for glory and for good? Mm-hmm. Because that's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. And that it's it focuses on believer, but believers, but it's for anybody and everybody. Like doing something that is greater than you for other people. Yeah, and that's the idea. And then Calvin Creations, I'm just there to help. It's it's a service thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. That's cool. Thanks. You all should check it out. It's amazing. And you also do voiceover with your blog, right? You've been yeah, starting, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's audio versions, so you can listen to the blog yeah. if you'd like to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can listen on your way to work, on your way home, mm-hmm. anywhere, at your job. Yes. <laughs> <At> your job. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I appreciate you coming and being a guest, the first guest on my podcast. Is there yeah. anything you want to say? or? Uh, you keep doing what you're doing. So oh. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will like you, know, you continue to interview and share your journey through the fear fight i think the show is just like identifying how fearful i am of stuff really yeah <laughs> so what do you mean? i don't know if i'm i guess it's helpful to help me fight fear we're all I'm yeah no fear. yeah i'm no expert yeah, we're all yeah, getting there yeah, yeah i feel like this is like oh snap son you got a lot more fear than you thought <laughs> oh dang so yeah everything's uprooted now yeah yeah it's like it's in no, oh, that's no a good way. thing because if yeah. you didn't know, we couldn't work on it. So This is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you to Jamil for coming. Again, I'm going to leave his information in the description box. And yeah, so let's continue to fight the good fight. Yay. Yay.